generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. John 15. Let's read from verse 9. It's okay, Dami. Thank you. Let's read from verse 9 to verse 17 at the count of 3 to 1. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Those things I have spoken to you. And bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. So understand there are two major things that you examine here, maybe three actually. One of them is love, the other one is joy. Um, the third thing I'll put in there is his commandments or his instructions. So love and joy. Now there is a connection between love and joy. It's difficult to be joyful when you don't feel loved. And so a lot of the struggles people have with their emotions is rooted in their lack of understanding of God's love for them. The more we understand the love of God for us, the more we bear the fruit of the spirit. Now don't forget what the word says in Galatians chapter 5. You remember that? When it speaks about the works of the flesh and from verse 22, he says, now the fruit of the spirit is what? And the next thing is joy. So where love is established, joy will be made manifest. If you want joy in a space, show love in that space. If you want joy in your workplace, show love in your workplace. If you want joy in your marriage, show love in your marriage. If you want joy in your movement, in your community, in your community, put what love in that space someone's like ah thank god i'm going to marry somebody called you fair so that i will have ayo and not have to play ayo when there is no ayo look at somebody say i still understand it so love is the foundation love is the foundation and it's important for us to get this once we feel strained in our walk with God we should check our love connection whenever you're feeling strained in life strained in your walk with God strained in your relationships with people now many of you have realized that many times when you don't feel good with yourself you don't really want to hang out with people because love is the engine oil that keeps your engine running smoothly and just the same way the engine of a car will begin to wear and tear where there is no oil, when it's not properly serviced, the engine of your heart and your emotions will start doing crank, crank, crank. You become cranky. Crinkle, crank, 
crackle because of the higgy <laughs> the higgy aga in your space so we must understand that that's what he's saying as the father loved me i also have loved you in other words the same love that the father manifested to the son is what the son has manifested to us simply put god loves you as much as he loves jesus let that sink now because first john says as he is in heaven so are we in this earth what jesus is saying is that i'm 100 percent efficient in the transmission of the father's love to your heart 100 percent efficient remember physics when they said to us that there is no machine that is 100 percent efficient in other words there will be energy loss or efficiency loss so the um, efficiency rating might be maybe 99.5 percent but there's always efficiency loss now let's even use your mobile phone as an example have you discovered that your mobile phone many times let's say it's 16 gig the available space on the phone is actually more like 13.5 why because the operating system requires some space but god does not require space for his operating system because he is the operating system and the entire system so there's no efficiency loss in the transmission of himself to you because god does not contain love god is love and the moment we struggle with that love thing it affects every other thing have you also noticed that the times that you performed the best at work was when you felt you were loved or appreciated because man was not designed to run by human will. He was designed to run by the love factor. Want to get the best out of people, show them love. Want to get the worst out of people, starve them of love. So love is essential. Look at somebody say, the father loves you. Some of you couldn't even look at that person. Can you look eyeball to eyeball? Pause for two seconds for effect. Not like that. That's, that's like too close and personal. <laughs> Look at somebody eyeball to eyeball and say, the Father loves you. Now, what's the last part of, the, of verse 9? What's the last part there? Verse 9. John 15 verse 9. What's the last part there? Abide in my Another one says what? continue that means it's possible for you to be loved by God but you not to abide in it let me give you an example do you know that some people don't live where they live oh come and talk to me some of you don't like where you live for different reasons maybe noise before you wake up Rafu, Rafu, Kasali, Kasali you get all those things there and then maybe you actually hear, hear weird noises or as you're waking up some stench comes out <laughs> and then you come out gutter water in front of you like literal gutter water not the um, chemical water water you don't like where you live some people and so you go you come to skate city or you come to go to Ikeja City Mall and you spend the whole of the day there or you go to work. You spend the whole of the... Sounds looking like I'm shaking tables. You spend the whole of the day there, right? And you go home to go and... 
So you only go there to sleep, you don't leave there. Which means that the chances of anybody meeting you there, they're very slim. Who knows what I'm talking about? Some of you, you know, it's a mental health coping strategy. Don't want to lose your mind. <laughs> like, I, I get it. I get it. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. There was a time in my life years ago, years ago, I used to live in cyber cafes because I was learning internet marketing and web hosting. Where's BJ? You remember? <laughs> BJ, you remember those days, right? Go to all those cyber cafes at Sabo. Sabo the, you know, back then, for you to open Yahoo, you will pray. You know, they'll print out the password and that thing. You buy 30 minutes for 200 naira or something like that. And you spend 15 minutes trying to load a page. Then the employer in that space, who's just somebody who doesn't know what he's doing, will just go and say, have you tried removing the cable? <laughs> who knows what I'm talking about? So, so I understand. So at that time in my life, I just needed to get out of where I was. This is what many of us do with the love of God. We have his love as our address, but not as our habitation. So when they say, does God love you? Yes. But do you abide in his love? Are you conscious of his love? Do you know what's happening in the heart of the father? Or do you only go to rest in his love when you're exhausted from a day of loveless life? Are we getting this now? Are we getting this? That's what Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are heavy laden. It says that I'm going to give you rest because you need rest. You need that. The first day, don't forget, God made man right on the sixth day. And on the seventh day, what, what happened? God so the first day, the first full day the man lived was a day of God's rest. God was setting the precedence that man's operation must be premised on the rest of God. God rested on the seventh day. Oh, is somebody here now? Now I'm going to do that, but me, I sleep, oh, I sleep. Some of you, the reason you sleep so long is that you're resting too little. Think about it. Think about it. Some people try to escape from their lives through sleep. So for them, sleep is not a way to gain energy to fight in life. But a way to escape from the demands of life. Oh, am I talking? Let me know if I'm connecting with you. So the fact that you've slept nine hours does not mean you're refreshed. You can wake up tired, exhausted, angry. Angry. <laughs> so love and joy. Let's move on real quick. Let's go to the book of Psalms 23. Most of us know that Psalm 23. Just going to go there. Are we there? Okay, everybody in the world knows, well, everybody, 
in the church world knows a lot about it psalm 23 can we read it real quick the lord is my continue mm-hmm. 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 yes Now it says, my cup runs what? God wants you to live your life from an overflowing cup. Not an empty cup. And you know something about empty cups? When you heat an empty cup, does it make a shrill sound or not? So when little things touch you and you yell and exclaim, maybe your cup is quite empty. Sometimes they are not that nasty. You're just that impatient. Oh, can I talk to some? Your staff, your wife, your friends, your parents. Mommy, somebody get my mother stop me, mommy, mommy. <laughs> your battery is about to die. I know when your battery is running low, it starts giving you signals. Have you also discovered that the lower your fuel is, the faster it dries up in your car? And the lower your battery is, the faster it drains. So the lower you have, or rather the less you have, the more you lose. So it says, God leads me beside still waters. And I've taught you this before. It's in the stillness of the soul that you see God. Because you can't see God in raging waters. You only see God in still waters. He leads me beside still waters. And what does he do? He restores my... So many believers are so conscious of spirituality. That's great. He says, he that speaks in non-tongue edifies himself what part of himself is he edifying essentially his spirit man how about your soul your emotions your feelings do you own your anger or do you let people use your anger to become a hunger so God wants us to operate from overflow now John chapter 18, we must take our time to, and we'll go through some questions so you understand, must take our time to take care of ourselves. Let me show you something. John chapter 18, very quickly, verse 1, I think we're just about verse 1 really. What does it say, John 18 verse 1, when Jesus, can you read if you're there? When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden, which 
Verse 2. And Judas who betrayed him also knew the place. Why? Jesus often did what? A version says to a garden where Jesus often resorted. Who has that there? Resorted. Do you know what that means? That was a resort. That was a resort. That, that's what it was. So Jesus would often, and they went there often enough for Judas to know the place. That means Jesus had a soul care strategy. Come on, people. Oh, some a lot of people say, oh, Pastor Dami doesn't sleep. Pastor Dami works so hard. Pastor Dami, I retreat. Ask, ask my wife. Do I retreat or not? I retreat. Now, the retreat isn't necessarily traveling out of space. But there are times of the day you can never reach me on the phone. Because some of you don't know how much of your life force is being drained by cantankerous conversations on WhatsApp. And toxic arguments on Twitter. <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? There's some things you don't even need to see. Oh, they even said about, oh, are you serious? And they did, oh, God bless them. Because you're going to get into three hours of emotional repair work. Who knows what I'm talking about? So Jesus had a retreat strategy, he went to a garden. Now, unfortunately, gardens are hard to come by these days. Even in London, when they're selling houses, they'll tell you, you have a little garden. <laughs> you go to the garden, it's just grass there. <laughs> Who knows what I'm saying? That's like two by six garden. That's why the house has a garden in London. <laughs> grass. So Lagos, ga what? Ga. Otumaga. Oga. Garden. So you must have that. All right, Psalm 147 verse 3, like I said, I'll just touch and touch and touch and, and then. Psalm 147 and verse 3, and then I'll go to the New Testament, call it a morning on the scriptures. <laughs> and call it a day. Now, in case you've been heartbroken, bartered, bruised, drained, strained, um, you feel tense, you know, sometimes... The way you know your soul is not healthy is that you're just tense. And do you know that tension can be good, but if it's sustained for too long, can become dangerous. There's certain things that are useless without tension. Bows and arrows without tension, right? If you're hoisting a flag, there's an amount of tension that it needs to have. I don't want to use some other examples, but there are certain things that are not very useful without tension. Glory to God. Now, what you don't want is to move from tension to hyper. You never knew what hypertension was? Hypertension is tension that's outlived its usefulness and has become dangerous to the human body. Now, this is how you know that God has connected your spirit, soul, and body for a purpose. Yes, the health and wealth of your soul is connected to the strength of your spirit. And the well-being of your body is connected to the well-being of your soul. That's why sometimes you are angry and your physiology changes. Uh, no, your throat gets dry. That's anger. Anger is an emotion. How come you're feeling it in your body? 
Some of you start sweating your palms. You're like, ah, it's raining. So now you're dear, you're rain. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? So Psalm 147, in case you've gone through all of that, there is hope. One to three, here's what it says. Let's read together. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God. For it is pleasant, and praise is beautiful. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers together the outcasts of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted. And I pray in the name of Jesus this morning, there's a building up. There's a building up broken aspects of our hearts of our minds of our souls of our emotions are rebuilt in the name of jesus we are gathered together he says that he gathers the outcast of israel there are parts of you you have cast out there are parts of you you have abandoned there are parts of you you have forsaken there are parts of you you have looked down upon the parts of you say you know what i can't deal get out but god is going to gather every piece that you still require for your assignment and your destiny in the name of jesus that amen needs to be gathered. Then I said he heals the brokenhearted. He heals the brokenhearted. And he binds up their wounds. God is going to heal you. Oftentimes heartbreaks are caused by other people. Oftentimes. But you can have wounds that were self-inflicted. God said I will heal the thing that happened to you because of what they did to you. And I will bind up the things that happen because of what you did to yourself. You know, you can wound yourself while cooking. You cut yourself with a knife. Nobody attacked you. Even the areas where you made mistakes, the Lord is healing today. In the name of Jesus. Finally, let's go to the book of 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verse 23. Zodagaba, Solamandus, Prakuski, Tovijesa. What does it say? Not everybody's reading that. Now may the God of peace. What's peace? Nothing missing. Nothing broken. So God doesn't want it to be spiritually alive and solically confused. And he's breaking it down here. He says that may he sanctify you how? Is it right into the church or not? Were they already sanctified in the spirit or not? But he's saying that for the sanctification to be complete, part of your soul needs to be affected. And because it's the God of peace, he's going to bring your life together somebody the devil is afraid of your wholeness he's so scared of you getting it together he's so scared of you lining up and aligning that's why he keeps deflating one tire he keeps you know when you have four tires and one tire is deflated you can move but you can't move too good you can travel but you can't drive too nice but now he's inflicting in fact god is not just inflating your tire he's changing your tires you're regaining your buoyancy where you couldn't drive to before you're driving into those places i'm not speaking physically i'm speaking 
spiritually and metaphorically imagine how fast you've come on just three tires how about you get it right how about you say no to depression how about you say no I'm not anxious anymore if you're doing this well operating at 47 percent imagine what is going to happen from today when you begin to operate at the hundred percent who am I speaking to he's so scared so he keeps sending chingon boys to you so they will chew on your heart and spit it he keeps sending disappointing news doctor's report the accountant's analysis the lawyer's brief he keeps sending those things to agitate your heart he does not want to be complete he's not really threatened by your praying in tongues for many reasons when you pray in tongues that's great of course it causes havoc i'm not downplaying that but you have pent-up power on the inside of you but when you get it right in the soul realm and the soul dimension guess what's going to happen the power you have built in tongues you can release through intelligent declaration that's why paul said i would rather speak one language in your understanding than ten thousand in tongues because ten thousand in tongues is spiritual power but when i get right in my understanding and i unleash the power shandabaya i can begin to build and construct things i can begin to organize and structure systems somebody slap somebody else a palm button blister inducing eye reddening high five and tell that person get it right get it right so important he said what that the Lord may your be sanctified completely and may your whole whole and whole be preserved blameless who is he presenting him to himself or us to he's not just presenting us to the world that's a dimension but he's presenting us to himself God wants you to be whole for himself. God wants to be happy to see that what body did to you in 1973 does not affect you anymore. That what they took for you from you in 2016 is not affecting you anymore. That, that was baggage you didn't need for your destiny. And look at you now, you're whole and you're complete. You're not wishing this didn't happen. You now know why it happened. Because we know that all things are working together for our good. My God, who am I, who am I speaking to? That you now know that every piece of the puzzle was important. God is into you know, jigsaw puzzles don't make sense in pieces. But when you pull the pieces together, now you know why you were raped and why you know what happened to your mother that she lost her mind or your father lost his job because now you're going to get it together. It's not going to dominate your family line. It's not going to crush the people who are coming behind you. Devil, you have no right this far and no further. We are raising a generation of whole, equipped, revived, energetic, unfair higher productive radical fruitful expansive anointed dynamic progressive advancing believers our marriages will be whole our minds will be whole our souls are whole our thinking is whole our framework is whole our teams are whole somebody shot yes somebody shot yeah 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 yes we're whole that's the plan. 
But you know the church will focus on the spirit, the spirit, the spirit, the spirit. That's important. I understand that's the core of it. Because it was when God breathed into man that he became a living what? So what is that part that makes man alive in the earth? In the earth. The what? It's the soul. That makes him effective, I should say. Not alive. The spirit makes alive. But the soul makes him effective in the earth. In the earth. So the soul must be taken care of. And that's why the enemy will do everything. Have you, let, me, let me ask you. Have you seen some very spiritual people who are emotionally dysfunctional? And they're some of the most toxic people. Because they will hide everything under the spirit. Don't hide the brokenness of your soul under the label of the spirit. Deal with it. Deal with it. They become so toxic. How are you doing? Lakundo. How are you doing? Logomai, logomai. Locomotive, motive. How are you doing? Shata. Calm down. Calm down. All right, let's do our quick assessment. So, we want to do a soul assessment uh, series of questions. Please write this down. It's going to be projected on the screens as well. And you can use this from time to time. One of the things I've done over the years is to understand, leverage the power of questions and introspection. So I do, I do quite a lot of introspection. Um, and I wanted to begin to think about that. Because Peter says, examine yourselves. That's introspection. Whether you're still in the faith. Right. So number one, do you make out time regularly? Can we have those questions projected? Do, we, do you make out time regularly to rest Relax, review, and refresh. Do you retreat regularly, intentionally for soul care? Yes. Long. Jam question. Might be many jam question. This is the first question. Do you make it on the screen so you can take a picture of it? Do you take out time regularly to rest, relax, review, and refresh? Do you retreat regularly, intentionally? I'm not saying you're running away from the world. Of course, running away, of course. But I'm not saying just that. The intention for escape is, let's talk. Let's talk. That's number one answer, yes or no. Just very, don't overthink it and be honest. These are your questions. You know, just be honest. Number two. You are standing in front of Dr. Jesus. <laughs> and you know, the way you're honest with natural doctors, just be honest. Because if you're not honest with them, just give you vitamin C. When what you need is X-ray. Before you now discover X-ray. Number two, do you feel overwhelmed? anxious or nervous more often than you would like do you feel and this is for this season of your life especially for the season of course or general you can extend it for maybe like last one month thereabout yeah do you feel overwhelmed anxious nervous more often than you like number three do you wake up feeling tired 
uncertain, anxious, angry, or displeased? Extension to that question, do you find yourself complaining, whining, and focusing on the things that are not working more than the things that are working? Different said, this is my house, burn it now. <laughs> you leave, you leave that table. <laughs> you leave in this house. Soul care. You see, <laughs> number four, you don't forget, David said, Why art thou downcast, O my soul? So he asked himself questions. We must ask ourselves questions. Number four, do you often feel that the results and rewards you are currently getting in life are below the effort you are putting in. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. Pardon? Do you have it? All right, we have it. Number five, do you find yourself battling any of those thoughts more often than you think is healthy? More often than you think is healthy. Comparison. Self-doubt. Insecurity. Jealousy. Envy. <laughs> People are owning their tables. Like reserved <laughs> VIP. <laughs> because you're human, from time to time, some of these thoughts will come. For example, insecurity and self-doubt oftentimes will visit you and knock on your door every time you're promoted to function at another level. You don't need anybody to make you insecure. Just the task at hand will visit you, but they don't have to leave with you. you know. But if you find those things... Often, then, right, right now, it's your answer, and just be honest so that we know, you know, what to address. Okay, now, uh, do you feel number six? Do you feel great about yourself? Do you like yourself? Do you admire yourself as an individual? No problem. Just write it. All right, number seven. Are you really happy with your current state in life? <laughs> your progress and achievements. Your progress and your achievements. Are you really happy? Write it down. No need to... Number nine, can you confidently say, okay, you are, were we? Oh, sorry. Number eight, are you genuinely, heartily, really happy for others when they break through, celebrate, succeed, or make progress? <laughs> Don't write what you think it should be. Write what it is. As a Christian, I should rejoice with them. That 
we're, we're dealing with your soul now not your denominational label religious inclinations <laughs> right are you genuinely happy for others by the way if you're not writing these questions or at least answers to them you're not healthy sorry that's not healthy <laughs> sorry I don't mean you're not healthy that's not healthy okay you should take it out number nine can you confidently say you are tasting God do you enjoy true fellowship with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis this is you are tasting God Oh, taste and say a lot is good now it is not about tasting is um, <laughs> internal you experience God okay number 10 do you feel excited optimistic and persuaded that your future will be much better and brighter than your past Constantine. <laughs> all right okay so this is what you need to do now the review okay let me quickly run through everything from the top let's do it quickly from the top number one is do you make our time regularly to rest relax review and refresh do you retreat regularly intentionally for soul care that's number one number two do you feel overwhelmed anxious nervous more often than you like number three do you wake up feeling tired uncertain anxious angry or displeased do you find yourself complaining whining and focusing more on the things that are not working than the things that are number four do you often feel the results and rewards you are currently getting in life are below the efforts you are putting in number five do you find yourself battling any of these thoughts more often than you think is healthy comparisons self-doubt insecurity jealousy envy number six do you feel great about yourself do you like yourself do you admire yourself and this means that if you were not you and you were looking at you as you know you would you like you number seven are you really happy with your current state in life this is the one that allowed us to know <laughs> your progress and achievements number eight are you genuinely happy for others when they break through celebrate succeed or make progress number nine can you confidently say you are tasting God David do you truly take this woman <laughs> do you enjoy true fellowship with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis and number 10 do you feel excited optimistic and uh, persuaded that your future will be much better and brighter than your past all right here's the first deal so write yes and no to corresponding things you got it okay now this is the deal out of the first five out of the first five if you have more than one sorry if you have more than one no or rather if you have more than one no in the first five
Okay, do this. Write the number of no's that you have, the first five, and the number of yeses that you have in the second half, as in five to ten. Pardon? <laughs> Sometimes, no. This one is yes or no. So, for the first five questions, the ideal thing is to have five no's. Yes. The first five questions. The first five questions, your ideal, the real, whole, healthy state. Oh, no. Sorry, there's a, there's a mistake there, right? <laughs> Not all the questions are like, okay, I see. All right. Okay, someone help me with this. Where are the negative questions? In quotes. Two, three, four, five, and six. Okay, sorry. Two, that means there's two, three, four, and five. All right, thank you very much. So in two, three, four, and five, there's number two, questions number two, three, four, and five, your ideal answer should be what? No. Yeah. Out of those four questions. And then one, number one, and then six to ten. That's six questions. Number one, number six, number seven, eight, nine, ten. Your ideal answer should be yes. Yep. Now, in the ones that the answers should be no, if you have... More yeses than noes, you're in a very critical state. People are looking sad. <laughs> the one, I should repeat it. Okay, sorry about this. So number two, three, four, and five. Those four questions. The ideal healthy answers as an answers that, will, that are supposed to make you healthy or reflect your true health should be no's. Your answers to those four should be no's. Right? And then number one, number six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Your ideal answers should be yes. Yeah. So what it means is for the ones that are knows if you have more yeses in fact the truth is if you have two yeses out of those four you're also at a very critical stage that means that because what that means is you will keep your, your battling that's what it means does, does that make sense you are battling so every day will be a battle or every week is going to be a battle if you have two no's and two yeses for two three four five who's who's there you have like two be honest Okay, who's in all? Yes. For the no questions. Who's in all yes? People don't want to own up now. Okay, maybe some people don't understand what I'm saying, right? Let me go over it again. Questions two, three, four, and five. As in question number two, three, four, and five. Your ideal answer should be no. 
So you wake up feeling tired, but no. Do you, um, are you envious, competitive, whatever, whatever? No. Which other question do we ask there? Do you focus on the negative stuff? It should be no. Now, if you have two yeses there, out of those four that are yes instead of no, can you wave your hand? Just, just wave your hand. All right. Honest. Okay, if you have three yeses, okay. If you have two and above yeses, I want to see. Great. Now, yes, in these questions. Now, if you have four yeses in that area, can we, that's you. All right, that's you. Okay, because I want to do some interventions. All right, four in those. Okay, beautiful. All right, so just hold that. Now, in the other ones, questions one and then six to seven, your ideal answers should be yes. Yes, that's the ideal for number one, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. So if you have four or more no's, four or more no's, raise your hand. Those people that have four yeses, now, the other ones, the, the ideal answer should be yes. If you have more than three, if you have three or more, three and above no's for those ones, can you raise your hand? Three and above no's, can you raise your hand? All right. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, for this one's, for the very first one, do you feel overwhelmed, anxious, nervous more often than you'd like? Yes, because... Um, I'm in a particular space right now at my place of work. Uh, it's, it's crazy how the demands are there and they're letting you know that, um, you know, um, you're not doing enough and all that despite all the efforts and everything. Okay. And um, although the people around can see that you're doing enough, like, but then the space where you're in isn't, you know, good enough to showcase what you're putting in. So yeah. it's, it makes me feel anxious. You get meals, threatening meals and all that from time to time. So, you know, you're working and you're trying to service customers and you keep getting that. It, it, it doesn't put me in the right state of mind. Sometimes I just take a time off, go into the bathroom, sing some songs and get my state back and, you know, you know be in my elements again. All right, beautiful. Thank you for your honesty. Can we celebrate him for his honesty you know it's really not easy putting yourself out for anything um but we appreciate that and i believe that there is help that's why god does this so okay um for the next one right no, let, let's tackle that one because we might able to run through the okay. four but would you say that that one that number th three there is it two two okay would you say that, that number two now seeps into other areas of your life? Yes. Like in what areas do you find that? Um, sometimes I get, I pass ag um, aggression to her. Yes. Because, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about that anyway. But then she understands and she, she tries to, you know, you know, give, cut me some slacks, basically. Because she knows sometimes when I'm overwhelmed, I... I don't get to talk the way I usually do. I'm a very loving person. I relate with everybody, but, but sometimes it affects me. So she understands. So it affects that. And also with God, sometimes I, yeah. I just feel, God, can you just hear me? Can you see what I'm going through? Like, yeah. 
are you are you actually seeing what what's going on because um at some point i feel um god i feel you right now and the next minute what's happening again so, so like is there a pause or something so it actually affects how i relate and there are a lot of people i don't want to say hello to not because i don't want to say hello to them but then I'm not in the right state of mind. I see that. So it's affecting your relationships. Yes. This one thing is sipping into marriage, your walk yeah. with God and all of that. But are there times even now where you feel so empowered, energized, positive, top of your game? Oh yes, a lot of times. All right, like what times? When, like when I come to church, I'm fired up. Come on. Yeah. Um, uh, when I, you know, check some posts by pedams i'm fired up as well when i read my bible i'm fired up when i s sing some songs and you know stay on those songs over and over and over again some of the songs that we sing here this um there's this song uh by pastor dami um, it's one of the spontaneous songs whenever i sing that song i come back alive and but then when these meals starts coming and we had some kind of an npr like monthly performance, performance review, review and the numbers were looking good for personal effort I did very well where I was supposed to do 10 I did 15 where I was supposed to do 4 I did 5 but what I don't have control over basically because of what I do I failed woefully at that's like deposits and all of that so I'm being um, appraised based on those ones okay. that I don't actually have the hold on how do you mean you don't have a hold on them like um i mean let me i can just you know bear it open i'm the head of customer service for my branch mm -hmm. and so what it means is that i'm 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 supposed to ensure that every customer that walks in into the banking hall lives happy yeah so and that's that's the core for what i do yet i have a target of seven million incremental deposit monthly. That's one. Then two, account openings. I have the number of accounts I'm meant to open. I have the number of loans I have to book. I have the number of targets, target savings products I have to sell to customers. I have, um, I have all these things still under my, you know. But for some, some, some of my colleagues that are in better branches, they don't have to worry about the deposits because the deposits will grow. Take, for instance, somebody in um, um, VI, um, Falomor, Ikoi, and all those branches, they have good, we call it cabal. They have good um, 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 heavyweights. They have heavyweights in their, in their books. So, you know, their monies are growing, okay. all these politicians and all that. But for me, I have market women in my. I see that. So. Is there any part of you that can do anything? Yes. You believe that? Yes really meet targets, exit expectations, break barriers? I might not be able to meet, basically, for such, but I can, I do the little I can. Let's go back again. Is okay. there any part of you that can do anything? Yes. You're sure? Yes. What would you name that part of you? That's um, the God factor part of me. The God factor. G fact. <laughs> would you name that part of you? God in me. I don't know what you want me to say. You, anyway. you gotta give him a name. Somebody help me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gotta come from you. 
let me ask this question. What name does she call you that unlocks? When she calls you by that name, you just... <laughs> when she personalizes my first name. So what, what does that do to you? I loosen up, basically. You loosen up. <laughs> Shando. Shando. At that time, if she asks you for something, what's the possibility? If I don't have it at the moment, I'll go look for it. If you don't have it in the moment, you'll go and look for it. Yes. So we need to name the part of you that looks for resources when it doesn't have it. You have to name it. It needs to have a name. Because until you call things by their name, they don't respond. Hmm. The resilient part of me. Um, the the go-getter part of me. The the strong part of me and the fortified part of me so what's his name we need there's something that has to trigger you something that has to spark that part of you up because you just told us that you can do these things and whatever it is that they say is their own expression right. or assessment of your ability yeah. but because they don't know this part of you you need to introduce this part of you to them you know, that's what happened with David. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? You come against me with certain spears. I come against you in the name of the Lord. So there has to be part of you. In regards to what you're saying, you're not hearing what they are saying. And unlock something. Because I think that one of the things I picked up in, in our conversation is that you feel disadvantaged. Yeah. You know, their branch... They have heavy weights. My branch, you know, I have market women. But do you know that they are market women who are multi-millionaires? Yeah. Yeah. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Do you also know that there are certain customers who may not have the money, but they are connected to people who have the money? Right. Some of your customers are possibly daughters or sons of billionaires. Are you, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do agree. And do you agree that if you create a shift in that thinking from I'm disadvantaged to I'm advantaged, your eyes will begin to recognize opportunities you couldn't see before. I agree as well. Do you agree? You agree that the fact that you can hear Cool FM or Beat FM or Rhythm FM does not mean there are waves and not in the air. But we need to just... Tune to the frequency. Tune to the frequency. So how do you feel? Do you feel anxious now? I feel better. You feel better? You've been smiling better. <laughs> A lot better. Let's celebrate. I wish we had a lot of time, but we're, we're like really behind. Which so, one do you want us to deal with? Actually, questions three, four, and five. Okay. Relate to number two. 
Okay. I have no's in everything, so I mean, yes in everything. All of them. So which so, one where beers most heavily on you? Two. Two. All right. Let's talk about. It. Um, I, I'm a student, 400 level nursing student. Nursing and, student. Yes, sir. Okay. And um, I'm having issues with my academics, coupled with um, finances and then family issues as well. And most times I just, you know, I feel like I'm too young for all of these problems. And then when I go to sleep, I wake up tired. Number one, I'm angry because I cannot solve all these problems on my own, but there's nobody to tell them about, nobody to solve them for me. I'm just... So every time I want to feel relaxed, I go into the worship atmosphere. I just sing. I join committees that plan programs, worship programs. It's okay. It's been going on for months now, and I've been trying all I can. I've been, you know, putting in my best. I even started a business. Thinking, okay, the little um, flows that come in, I'll try to use it to solve some of the financial um, issues so I can, you know, focus on my academics fully as well because it's really affecting. I've, I've been wanting to, I'm not, I'm not going for first class. I'm not, I used to think, I used to believe that I'm not the first class candidate. So I want to just rest in my 2-1, but now I've dropped to 2-2. Two, two. And then, I mean, 400 level. I have just three semesters to boost me up to that um, 2-1. And I, I don't know how I'm going to go about it, but I keep trusting God. And I know that he's asking me to, you know, be courageous, be strong, that he's there for me, you know, that I'm not alone, even even though I feel like I'm alone, that I'm not alone, that he's there, and then that he's planting people for me. I just need to, you know, take rest, be still. interesting thing is I look back now and I'm grateful that happened 
because many times when you're in the middle of the battle you can't see any other thing it just looks like this is the definition of your life like this is all you will amount to but if you look at me now do you see any carryovers in my head so one of the things I wanted to see if you look beyond where you are right now what do you see I I see myself successful past this stage and I'm going to pull through this this is just a phase tell me more tell me more about you see five years from now I see there's most of it all together one that is on track and Pink is working according to the purpose Where that God has for me. What does she look like? What does she dress like? <laughs> she's she's dressed in a wedding gown. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that thing. Please wait. Do you see how she moves from crying to smiling? in two minutes do you see that talk to me do you see that that is living the princess life that she wants that is not that is not the one that has all the problems that is a solution to problems of other people tell me the problems you're solving tell me I I see myself helping people through emotional problems. Do you problems. see the shift? Are you seeing that now? Because until you become the person you see when you're worshiping and when you're singing, when you're reading the Bible, Jesus said, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your hearing. Tell me about you. Tell me. Tell me about you. That you. That is now this you. Solving emotional problems. Yes. Mental problems. Helping people out of depression. Just being there for people. You know. Borrowing money or giving money? Giving money. <laughs> confident or just broken? She's confident. How confident is she? Very confident. Is she very, very confident? Very, very come, 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 come and walk. Walk confidently. Give us some swag. Do you know who's walking to? She's going to receive an award of recognition and we're cheering come on walk <sighs> how many of you feel lighter already
what I've been going through, especially three. Three has been the situation I've been since yesterday. I've been on that number three. Sometimes I woke up so tired, depressed, depleased. I found myself complaining most times about the things I'm not happy about. Sometimes the things I've been praying about, especially concerning my family, I'll be like, God, why is this thing like this? I've been praying about this thing. Once I pray about it, I don't expect it to happen again. I found it happening again, happening most times. It makes me sad. It makes me feel depressed, depleased, complaining. I'm always angry about those things. And secondly, secondly, when in my concerning my family, there are some battles that are going on. I used to stand out that I don't want my life to be the same thing my family has been. I want my life to be different. I'm from a Muslim background. I, I changed my mind to work through the, that I will I become a Christian just to fight the battles in my family. If I if I can be I've been praying to God, God to help me, God to help me stand out in my family. That everything they have been facing it should stop there. I should just bring the, I should just make everything over. Okay. More of these things is concerning the issue, my family issue. I've been praying so much, but when I pray, I found that so, some of the things I pray about keep coming the way I don't want it. And I, I, I keep complaining to God every day about it. And deeply, and some things happening in my situations, happening within me, that I believe this thing is not supposed to be like this. This thing is not supposed to be like this. Why God, I'm putting my efforts more than, more than I should put. But this thing is still coming the way I don't want it. I know that the reason you're here is because you believe in God, right? Yes. Who's God to you? My comforter. Tell me about Him being your comforter. God make me. God is my comforter. I need one. Because, because I've passed through a lot. I've passed through a lot because when I walked through God. Sorry, sorry about destruction. When I decided to, to accept God as my savior, God has done a lot in my life. Many times I've tried some things that I've, I, I failed. When I expected, I've put much effort than I should, that the results should come out better. And everything later come out like I did nothing. But when I accepted Jesus as my Lord, 
I start succeeding. I start succeeding from, right from my education. The, my first institution, my efforts was just in vain. With all the efforts I've put in. But when I put it into another school, University of Lagos, I came out succeeded. All my results came out fine. I don't have carryover anymore. I don't have failure like the ones I had before. I know God has settled that for me. I, when I, it's one of, it's, this is the main reason I left my previous religion to become a Christian, that God, I don't want failure in my life anymore. I don't want, and God did it for me. God did it for me. I don't fail anymore. Are you the first I, to graduate from your, from your house? Yes. So you're a pace setter? Sir? You are a pace setter? Yes, sir. You're a trend setter? Yes. And you believe that the way God has helped in your academics is going to help you in every other area. Amen. Do you think that God's power is limited to your academics? No. So you know that God can help in your finances? Yes. How much do you believe that? I believe so much because I have been doing it, I have been seeing it. Do you believe that Kings is your family? Yes, I strongly believe. Do you find joy here? Yes. Do you believe God can give you a biological family? with the same joy that you feel here. Yes. The same life, inspiration, yes. joy, direction, yes. light. What's the one thing right now, one thing that you think you need to change for everything to change? Not one, one thing that you think God needs to change, one thing that you think you need to change. One thing I need God to change. No, what you, what do okay. you think you need to change? I need to change thinking I'm insecure. I need to change doubting myself. Mostly insecure. I used to feel I'm insecure. I think that's what I need to change. And how will you change that? I need to change with that by trusting God. By trusting God and putting all my trust in Him that once I pray with faith, I should believe God is going to do it. I should never feel insecure about it. Do you believe God made you? Yes. Do you believe God cares about you? Yes. Do you believe you're beautiful? Yes. Do you believe you're beautiful? Yes, sir. Do you believe you're strong? Yes. Do you believe this generation needs you? Yes. Do you believe that we want you? Yes. Do you believe that you're a blessing? Yes. Now smile as if everybody on earth was looking up to you to deliver a speech about how you overcame all these family problems, all these challenges, the paparazzi are in front of you. You're not smiling here like... This is one assignment I'm going to give you. I wish we had a lot of time. I would have gone deeper before then. I want you to write one page, you're going to write one page how I overcame my family challenges. Are you going to do that this week? You're going to submit it to my wife. How I overcame, not how I will overcome, how I overcame. Will you do that? The reason I asked you or said to you a pace setter is many times when you're a pace setter in one area, the devil will do everything to blind you to that. Yes. 
because he wants to show you the obstacles, the challenges, the difficulties, the struggles, the disappointments in another area. So that that area where you are a champion in, or you've succeeded, will look like nothing to you. But if God helps you in that area, it's he's the same God as in like God is not strong academically and then is a weakling when it comes to family. He's the same God. And so I know that we're going to celebrate you. We're going to celebrate with you. If we're not waiting to do it, we're doing it right now because you are strong, you are courageous, you are bold, you have capacity. You have capacity. You have capacity. Some people went through half of what you went through. They took rat poison. And here you are still standing. Let's celebrate her and celebrate God with you. Sometimes we have no words. We'll continue in second service. Sometimes there are no words. Can you give me the key we sang on earlier, Jerry? God and all that you've written. If you're able to wait for the second service, please wait. If you're not able to, it's understandable.
but lay our challenges and our struggles, our doubts and our cares before you. And we're glorifying for you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Heal every hurt. Heal every heart. Feel every soul. Feel every soul. Somebody beside you, shake their hands, loving them. Even when you have no words, even when you have no words, please still call, still call. Even when you have no words, even when you have no words, please still call. When we call When we call A generation is rising an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.